Yeah, we have it till one thirty. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we just gonna go ahead and get started for y'all because if y'all came exactly at twelve, y'all been waiting for a minute. But uh, what's cause? Oh, so we're not gonna do intros yet. We're gonna wait till everybody gets here. Andrew had some uh, had an emergency pop up, but he's still on his way. But we do have Andrew, not Andrew, Adam. We got so many A's up in here. Adam, <laughs> too much in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's because I got a little conspiracy theory on why emergency pops up every time we try to do this thing. No, look, 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 my I got it was a, a real emergency last week. I know, I know, I know, it was a, I know it was a really emergency. I'm just saying, I got a conspiracy theory on why the emergency's happening. Mm, okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna try to, uh, what's because it to get to get my cloud over, I might try to start a beef with a with another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, it sounds good, but. So we just gonna uh, if y'all tuned in to last week's episode that I uploaded this morning, you know Andrew he guessed the top selling albums and st- top streaming songs of 2018. So Adam, which one you want to start off with, the albums or the stream songs? Adam's gonna take his crack at it. We'll go with the albums. All right, can you guess the number one best selling album of 2018? Look, look, look. There's. See, there's what I want to be. The oh, speak. And then there's what is, you know? Man, Andrew Shadow got hopped up in here. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Doing all right, man. Yeah, we haven't done intros yet. Okay. And uh, not too many A's, man. I was about to say, Andrew's gonna is guessing the top selling albums, but Adam is guessing the top selling albums. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry I'm late. That won't happen again. It took way too much time uh, towards jumping my car. And for some reason, I thought the show started at 1. In my head for a second, I'm like, "Ooh, good time." I don't know. I was being dumb about it, <laughs> but uh, sorry for my tardiness. Yeah, you good? You good. good? So, uh, my roommate Anthony, he dropped his stuff off, and he said he'll be back. So, when he gets back, we'll do the intros. But all right, Adam, can you guess the number one best-selling album of 2018? This is best-selling, like most copies sold. Does it include the most streams? Yeah, this is overall album okay. sales of 2018. I'm gonna guess Scorpion. Yes. Okay. That just seems like a reasonable. Three million six hundred ninety-two thousand. Did I guess that? Goodness. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Number two. Mm, I want to say maybe Post Malone's new album. Yes. Okay. Adam is on a roll, bro. Did you, he must have listened to no, last week's no, before I he came up in I here. I did. I <laughs> haven't. I haven't. I'm not. Sure. This is. This is just guessing. All right. Number three. Number three. Can you guess the third best-selling album of 2018? This is where I like. I'm definitely gonna lose it. It's. Mm, I want to say maybe Cardi B. No. Yeah. The See, Greatest Showman soundtrack. Seriously? Yeah. Oh. That's exactly what I All said. All right. 2,279,000. <laughs> um, okay. Shout out to that soundtrack. That soundtrack is amazing. Cool. I don't came out of left field, but. Number four. Migos, Culture 2? Nope. Oh. You guessed, you guessed it before, though. It was Cardi B. Yep. Invasion of Privacy, 1,926,000. And number five. Have I guessed it already? No. Hmm. Just look at me. I'm giving you a hint. Oh, it'd be Travis Scott. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, The Greatest Showman, a little out of place, but everything else is like, yeah, typical. And then makes number sense. six. Yeah. And then number six, you guessed it already. Culture. Yeah, culture, culture two. And then seven. I'm just kind of take a shot in the dark. Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, no, that's number eight. Oh. But number seven. Okay. Um, I'm, Anthony, I'm going to go ahead and mute your mic, bro. I'm going to go ahead and mute your mic. Okay. <laughs> number seven. 
Who released like? Oh man, it doesn't mean it just came be, out in twenty. Yeah, it doesn't mean it came out in twenty eighteen. Is it? I'm just. I'm. I mean, I'm just guessing. Is it "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar? Nope. Mm. Rest in peace, excess extentacion. Ah, okay. Uh, makes and sense. then number eight was Black Panther. Number nine is Ed Sheeran for that album that he is still on tour for. What? Yes. <laughs> Why? Dude, he's been touring for like over two years. Yeah, what on earth? Off, off the same album. Off the same Jeez. album, and he's dropped like, and he's only dropped remixes since. Yeah, I think he said. yeah. Remixes. How much money is that guy gonna have at the end? Four hundred thirty-two million dollars. Four herbs, bro. They say he made that much in twenty eighteen. Four hundred thirty-two million dollars. He did ninety-four concerts in two thousand eighteen, averaging four point five million dollars a show. You think he hates his songs? What, <laughs> Probably not. He's, he's making that much. Money. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that hey, bro, he's selling out. He's selling out stadiums, not. Yeah, like not arenas, not venue, stadiums. <laughs> stadiums. Like he's selling out baseball stadiums, and baseball stadiums, football stadiums, all that. Now I was kind of speculating that maybe this was like uh, how much he took in before he paid everyone. Like, did we figure out if that's like a finite number? Like Ed Sheeran himself made four hundred thirty-two million dollars. I don't know. All I know is Still that on lot, for- I- yeah, all I know is Forbes list. They said in twenty eighteen. Ed Sheeran made $432 million. That's what Forbes list said. So, I don't know. All of it might not come from the tour because, you know, this album is still selling. So, I'm pretty sure that I'm sure he has other the royalty checks too. coming in. Absolutely. Doesn't he have over 2 billion streams on one of his songs? Yeah. Probably. I think it's like Shape of You or something. Yeah, it's got to be. But, like, 2 billion. Like, there are a few songs that have 1 billion. I can look it up real quick. I'll look at, like, his top five. Right. Yeah. But I'll name the rest of these real quick. All right, number 10 is Post Malone's old album, Stoney. Number 11 is J. Cole, K.O.D. Really? Uh, Damn is 15. The Carter Five is 17. Uh, and then Nicki Minaj is number 21. Uh, So I Daytona didn't make it up there? Mm, of course see. not, man. They sleep. Yeah. <laughs> they sleep. They really do. Yeah, no, they sleep. Did anything from Kanye's summer rollout make it up there? Not even Kids See Ghosts? Or? Uh, okay, let me look. Probably not. Got to zoom in real quick. Seven songs, everyone's like, listen to it once. They're like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Still a great Let's album, see. though. Listening to it the other day, just like, man. Yeah, Shape of You, two, over 2 billion streams, almost 2.1 billion. So no. Spotify shows <laughs> your top five songs. Four of them for Ed Sheeran have over a billion streams. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. So, like, off those uh, songs um, alone, crazy. Jeez. So and that's Kanye's. just Spotify. Yeah, yeah just Spotify. That's, that's just Spotify, man. And, dude, that's – keep in mind, like, how much 100 million is. We see 100 million, and we're like, oh, my God, this song's a hit. Yeah. Obviously, 100 million is two a lot. But billion. a billion? Let two alone two. billion. <laughs> All right. Uh, I see Kanye West's Yay at number 46. Hmm. And I'm going to go back through real quick. See. Uh, Love is Rage 2 is number 30, by the way. Adam. Which one? Love is Rage 2. Okay. That's the only one I see from Kanye Summer Rolling over here. Um, now let's move over. Cause, now let's move over to the top 50 streamed songs. Can you guess the most streamed songs? Not sales, sure. but streamed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Isn't. Uh, <laughs> All right, Anthony, say that one more time. Despacito? No. <laughs> no, not this year. It, God's plan. Yes, it's, it's got to be number one, right? Yes, it's yeah, got to be. Can you guess number two? Ooh. I'm going to say I like it like that, the Cardi B song. Nope. No? Ah, 
Is it another Drake song? Nope. Is it a Post Malone song? Yes. That's what I thought. I don't know the name of it. No. Well, uh, no. The one with Ty Dolla Sign, Psycho. And then. It's Psycho? Yeah. Wow. Number three, Nice for What by Drake. Number four is Sad by XXX Tentacion. Rest in peace. Five is Lucid Dreams by Juice World. Sting Smiling. Um, let's see. Six, Look Alive, Block Boy, JB, and Drake. Seven, Post Malone, Tuna, and Savage, Rockstar. Eight is Drake again for my feelings. Nine is I Like It by Cardi B. And number 10 is Post Malone, Better Now. Wow, we really have like the same people just dominating the charts. Yeah. I guess that's normal, but. So, uh, what's going on? All right, but I'm going to take this time to transition. First, we're going to do intros, and then I'm going to play, and then we're going to play Guess That Genre. Mm, Shout okay, out to Nielsen okay. Sound Scan. All right, so. All right, I'll, I'll just do I'll just do y'all uh, mic and sound check when it gets to y'all intros. But y'all know me, I'm Dylan CBE. <clears throat> okay, so as far as podcast goes, uh, I have to say it. If you want to keep up, the best way is Anchor himself because it goes straight to them. The second best place is Spotify because when I got up this morning, I published last week's episode at 7 a.m. And then it got on Spotify pretty quick. And as of right now, it's not on Apple Podcasts yet. So uh, the best, the top two ways to keep up with it is Anchor or Spotify. Apple just kind of do what they want, but take their sweet time. Yeah, they take their sweet time. Uh, so yeah, Anchor and Spotify, the Dylan Dilworth podcast, best two ways to keep up. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. It's just gonna be a while. Well, not I'm saying a while. Like it's gonna take like take forever in a day. You just won't hear it as soon as it comes out on Apple Podcasts. All right, and then next we have my co-host Adam. Hello. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is Adam back again. Could oh, not hold make on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to redo that. I forgot. It slipped my mind. It slipped my mind. Oh, we got to run that back. <clears throat> we got to run that back. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Then now we have my co-host, Adam, who still listens to 90s hip-hop and the boom bap and Wu-Tang. To this day. To this day. Absolutely. To this day. There's no problem with that. At least, I, I don't think no, there is. No, there's no problem. All right, yeah. all right. Just making sure. Uh, Wu-Tang actually just announced their next set of tour dates. You see that? Yeah. Not, not here, though. It's Closest like, thing it's is YouTube. Iowa, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> it's all, like, overseas. Can I tell a Wu-Tang story? Uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's appropriate for the podcast, but it's about my dad and Method Man. Because I don't know if y'all, do you know who Killer Priest is? Yeah. Well, yeah, so my dad did a song hey, with hey, Killer Priest. Can you back Priest. up off the mic a little bit? You, you, you're peeking. How about okay, go ahead. All right, so this was like in the 90s, because my dad's a rapper, but he, long story short, he's not around no more. Uh, but anyways, so it was like 1996 or 1998, Redman and Method Man had a concert here in Kansas City, and my dad and his friends, because they were uh, in a rap group, uh, they all, I don't am I allowed to talk about like marijuana? I, I guess I'll go ahead. Right. Go ahead. So, cur- don't curse though. All right, so. <laughs> My dad was in the elevator. Well, talking cold, talking cold. All right, my dad. <laughs> my dad was in the uh, elevator, and he had them backwoods. Him and Redman were smoking up in the elevator, like in the nineties. So that's just wow. a cool, a cool. See, nice way to put it, because backwoods are legal. Yes. If you're, tobacco. Uh, yeah, right. it's tobacco, Tobac- so it's tobacco. legal. This is tobacco. This is tobacco we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was, of course, Redman. Tobacco is Absolutely. his thing. Yeah, and I actually he, saw an interview with him. He said he prefers tobacco. So. <laughs> Wait, and you said your dad did a song with Killer Priest? Yeah. Wow. Is it what song? What uh, album? No, it, it was on Killer Priest's last two albums. Okay. So 
my dad did it with his uh, best friend. His name's uh, Salas. But it's not it's not a popular it's not a popular song. No, but I still like to check it out. That's pretty yeah. cool. I'll pull it up. Well, I can't pull it up, but it's on my dad's uh computer at home. But you know. But I'll, I'll get it. I'll, I'll let you listen to it too, Dylan. All right. And go ahead and introduce yourself since so, you're right here. My name is Anthony Loya, originally from Kansas City, Kansas. Uh living in Kansas City Mo right now with Dylan C B E over here. Yeah, we are roommates. Uh, I come from a heavily hip hop family. Alright, yeah. So I I come from a, a a predominantly musical family. My grandpa is a jazz recording artist. Uh, my dad was a former rapper. My brother's a rapper, a part of YBC. Uh, my uncles were in the Empire of Kansas City, and my dad and Tech Nine grew up back in the day together. So that's just about it. Okay, uh, and then after Andrew introduces himself, int- introduces himself, I'm gonna have to get real disrespectful up in here. I already know what you're gonna do, and man, how am I supposed to follow that? Up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get real. All right, no, cause it's a little story though. All right, but go ahead, introduce yourself. Yeah, uh, I'm Andrew Burns. Uh, follow me on Twitter, the real Andrew98. You know me, like I love my Travis Scott. I, I like my dirty, distorted 808s. Straight up. It's lit. Do that one. Uh, I don't have. No, uh, I couldn't find that one without like having the music in the back. Dang. Mm. But I do have this one though. Lefleur. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's a good one. Right, I love so that one. Story real quick. So, for the gaming and the film uh, portion of the show, you know, we take an intermission between the gaming and the film news. And I was playing some instrumentals, and my co-host Alex was in here freestyling. And then he was like, man, he was like, I wish I was Andrew so I could rap. And I was like, huh? what? <laughs> <laughs> How does he know this? I don't know. But he was like, man, I'm like, no, I was, no, I literally the soldier boy. I was like, Andrew. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, I wish I, like, I wish I was Andrew so I can rap. Andrew has them bars. You sure he's talking about me? Yes, right. He said Andrew Burns. He said he said your full. He, he said your government name. Man. Oh my God! It's the feds. <laughs> For real, he knows. I was like, huh? And I was like, Andrew. I'm like, I'm the one with the bars. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. But yeah, no. He said he said your first and last government name, man. Dang, man. I'm getting some clout out here. You know, have you have you rapped in front of Alex? Tran? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he co-hosted for you. Yeah, the yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been. Uh, I went to elementary and high school with him. Oh. So yeah, he he's known that. I didn't know you were talking about Alex Tran. Oh. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, no, you thought it was going. Uh, what's what's that? Uh, what's that dude in Vancouver that do all the interviews? Nardwar. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love like, Nardwar. Nardwar. Like Nardwar, be like, hold on, how's he know I'm right? <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, no, that's the part of me getting real disrespectful. I was like, Andrew, I'm the one with the bars, dude. Yeah, oh my, you so you show uh, Adam all your stuff. You show me a little bit. Okay, good. Yeah, it was I good. showed him the rap, uh, the rap devil remix and the championships remix. Okay, okay. And you played me, uh, yeah, played me, yeah, a couple, yeah, a couple things. Dylan got bars like soap. Absolutely, super clean. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, now we finna hop in. To this guess that genre hold on what's this well i just got a notification from apple podcast that better be that better be for my episode is now live let me check real quick i know we unprofessional up in here <laughs> we're laid back for real we unprofessional up in here all right but anyway 
and it's taking too long to load. But anyway, let me pull up this. Uh, so shout out to make let me make sure I got one of. Bro, I got bro, I got a full bar of LTE service. Why is this so slow? Okay. <clears throat> so the genre consumption breakdown. So basically, go it goes through for album sales, digital album sales, physical album sales, CD sales, vinyl sales, audio streams, video streams, etc. So we're gonna go around the table and we're gonna guess which genre dominates this. Uh, what's because it dominates that category? Country. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. video streams. Which genre do you think? Hip hop. Yeah, for sure. Definitely hip hop. I feel like be. this is a trick game. It's going to be. Correct, correct. Audio streams. Wait, what was the difference? Latin, Latin pop. No, oh no, video is like vi- video streams. Oh, I thought you, I didn't hear you say video. I thought you said audio. No, my bad. Hip hop. Audio streams, okay. Uh, Latin pop. I'm just gonna say like, just pop. Are we talking about in America or the or like the world? Mm. They don't uh, they don't disclose that information on this post because if, it's, if mm. it's if it's like if it's like audio streams, it would have to be Latin pop for sure. Dude. I'm, I'm gonna say it's domestic because the answer is hip hop. I'm gonna say this. Uh, is I domestic. bet it's in America. Yeah. All sure. right. <clears throat> and then. The overall streams, which is based audio and video, of course, that's hip hop. I'm not gonna say. Okay, it's all hip hop, dude. <laughs> Song sales. Kenny Rogers. I'm John gonna say, I'm gonna John. say pop on that one. Me too. I'll say pop. Yeah, I'll, I'll say pop too. Let's see. Yep. Vinyl sales, which genre dominates jazz. vinyl sales? Indie. I'm gonna say jazz or rock. Indie yeah. rock. Yeah. It is rock music. Oh, not living in the 30s no more. <laughs> Physical CD sales. Hip hop. Hip hop, yeah. Hip-hop Physical sure. CD sales. Physical CDs. Oh, wait, no. Sure. Uh, I think I could be got anybody. 90s hip hop, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's hip- true. But who's buying hip hop right now? I would say like girls who want like their their music signed by like the artist, right? I'm going to say pop. Because I know like a lot of girls who just buy the CDs just so when they go to the concert they can just get it signed. Yeah, but eh. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't I really don't know how to justify yeah. it, but I'm going to say hip-hop. I'm going to go with Andrew. Hip-hop. Pop. Ah. Hey, 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 hey. Come on. I get 30 bucks. You can pay me later. Okay. <clears throat> Digital album sales. Hip-hop. hip-hop. For hip-hop. sure. Nope. What? what? Is it pop? Rock. 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 What? Oh, people buying the whole... Because hip-hop, people buy the song. How, Sway? Rock. <laughs> All right. And then overall... Album sales. Hip hop. I'm scared. I don't know. Hip hop. Yeah, I'm gonna go hip hop on that one. Rock. Bro. Uh, what? Who's rock. listening to rock? <laughs> I like rock, but like, who's popping off like that? I guess that says something about the fans. Like, rock fans buy the whole album. Hip hop fans look for the song. Exactly. That's true. That's, That's true. Point. That's true. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to y'all though, because uh, what's because because when we when the album comes out, we grabbing like four or five songs out of the whole thing. We ain't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what's the last time y'all bought an album though? Like 2004. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about physical CDs. I'm like talking about iTunes. Whatever. You just oh, yeah, you paid yeah. the full <laughs> price for the album. I've never bought an album on the, iTunes. The last album I bought was Easy Eazy's album, like in 2011, <laughs> probably on iTunes. That was like the last album. Did that album come out in the 90s though? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I paid like 3.99 right. or something for it. 
Adam scrolling through his phone. He's like, dang, which one did I push the buy button for? Which one am I not streaming? Yeah, I, I can't think of an album that I bought. It's been a long time Like I bought one online. And it's, it's not a physical find, copy. And it's hard to find albums, too, even if you don't buy them, that you listen to every single track yeah. all the way through. It's hard. Man, okay, I, I guess know. I'm the only one still buying Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, the last, the, I don't. I only bought like two albums in the past like six months. That weren't physical copies. No, uh, not about digital. Yeah. What about physical copies? I know you bought a physical copy recently. Oh yeah, the wins and losses yeah. CD. Yeah. What about you, Adam? The last physical copy I bought was uh, Gary Clark Jr., the blues guitarist. He just dropped a new album last Friday, so I bought that one. Okay. Thanks so recent. You bought the CD for that one? Yeah, I had to. He's Wait, he's one of my go? favorites. Oh, I. Pre-ordered it online. Oh, damn, bro. I know. Okay. Now, my, uh, I haven't bought an album in, since, like, like over 10 years, but my dad has, like, over maybe 300 CDs of hip-hop albums, like, oh from the God. 90s. And, Straight library. Yeah, dude. He has, the, he has one of the only gold-plated uh, Tupac CDs on the back, so the back is gold. My dad has that, dog. I never told you this, Dylan, but I, I, I'll see if I can find it. I don't know where he put it, but I'll bring it to you if I can find it. If he'll let you, yeah. No, my yeah, dad, my dad, my dad, my dad's like he's locked up for a while, so it, it it's not a problem. Just I'd take all his stuff, like anyways. So. Free Mr. Lawyer, yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, dude, the last you guys are gonna cringe. I didn't think like you guys were other than Dylan because he told me uh, last week when we were doing the podcast. I haven't gotten an album since like I was probably ten. Mm. It was like uh, Stadium Arcadium, Red Hot Chili Peppers, way yeah. back. And that, but that However makes old I was. like it's not necessary. It's really it's kind of just like a personal preference at this oh, point. Yeah. Like it's not like it's well that's crazy. It's like well it makes sense. We were and plus streaming. streaming's so convenient. I mm -hmm. search the song and I play it. It is and it sounds good. So do you guys remember the first physical copy you ever bought? Like you, you know, I'm uh, off the top of my head. No. Off the top of my head, I'm gonna go it's say okay. Yeah. Off the top of my head, this is the first one I can remember. Like. Like, first one I can remember buying myself, like, walking into Best Buy and asking the sales associate, yo, where is this album? Yeah. Lil Bow Wow, Beware a Dog. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got to pull that mother. I got to pull it up real quick. The, Dude, I, please. I don't know if you Do you guys know who Bruce Kulick is? He used to be a, a guitarist for Kiss, like, in the 90s. I, I think I bought his album because I went to, like, a Kiss concert, and I bought his album. Cool. No, it was it was a Kiss convention and he was there. Mm, like that wow. was the one I first bought with my money, and he signed it too. But it's not worth anything. <laughs> Mike guy, right? Yeah. Why well, are we really at the point where Bow Wow is the is, is the is the like Mike guy? Yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey man, 2019, I'm gonna bring back Bow Wow. Catch me bumping Fresh as I Miz. Catch me bumping Marco Polo. Catch me bumping Bow Wow. That's my name. Bro. No, no, yeah. Uh, so basketball. Yeah, basketball. Uh, what's cause it? And uh, that song with Sierra Like You. I know back in the day, everybody and they mama was trying to rap that whole hook without uh, taking a breath. All right, what do you guys think the best hip-hop song ever to be created is? But, dude, God, you can't even drop it on me like yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trains and Nightmares. Dylan, I think you already know mine. Remember the, the one I told you about in, in the room? Immortal technique, dance oh, with the dance devil. With the devil. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, see, no, you show, bro, you show me like five songs every day. It was like they all mushing together at this point. Exactly, that was the whole point. 
to lead up to this point that this is the climax. You ever actually listen to the album, like one of his albums, yeah. Mortal Technique? Yeah. Oh, dude. dude, he's so sick. Oh, he's so sick, man. It's been too long since I've listened to him. <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna have to cue him up after this. All right, it's twelve. 45 we're gonna go ahead and move on because i know because uh andrew been not andrew oh my god yo bro all my co-host names start with a so before y'all get <laughs> on me about how do you not know i'm like yo i'm like i got adam andrew and then alex all three of them are my co-hosts three a's bro and anthony is in here too so that's four <laughs> a's okay so <clears throat> okay so we talked about leaked music last week, but Adam wasn't here. So Adam, do you support leaked music? Uh, do I support it? I don't. I don't know. No, because leaked music. I'll, I'll give kind of a personal example as to why. Like, I am someone who likes to buy physical copies of my favorite artists. I'm not buying physical copies of everything, but if it's someone I really, really enjoy, I'm going to buy the physical copy of their album. And uh, Joey Badass with his last release in 2017, All American Badass, um, it got leaked like a week early because of the physical copies. And then he goes on Twitter to say, "This that's my last physical release ever. I'm not doing that anymore." I'm like, "Oh man, like that? That sucks. That's unfortunate." And so, like, just because someone leaked it, now I don't get a physical copy anymore from him. I don't know if he's gonna live up to his word, but just the idea of that, it's like, "Oh yeah, man." Yeah, of course. So. I don't support it, but I understand that it happens. But I feel like with streaming, I don't know. I, I honestly don't think that if an album leaks a week early, that it's going to make people not stream it or not listen to it yeah. or not buy it, you know? I don't think it has as great of an effect as people think, but it definitely takes away, like, the... The cl- you know the climax the 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 big reveal yeah you know everyone's like oh this is the date there's the big rollout especially if an artist was promoting it for so long and then it just leaks or something like that so I'm against it. Did you listen to it though when it got leaked? No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm see, not- Dylan and I said the same thing, but we're like. I was like, man, if Meek, if a Meek song leaked, would you listen to man, it? Man, I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. Meek probably going to, man, if Meek ever hears this and sees me, probably going to put the hands on me. Man, <laughs> no, nah, because Meek be playing games, yo. He'll, mm. po- he'll post a snippet and won't put it out. And then when that mug leak, I'm like, finally, bro. I That's got the it. only way you get it. Yeah, no, for a leak, is the only way we get in these songs, bro. So, I, uh, yeah. you know, I, I proudly... Proudly search it down those those meek leaks. No, mm-hmm. no, no, I understand. Now, if he puts it out officially, then I'll go ahead, delete it, and then stream it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But now, th- and this one came out. It came out a week before the album, so I was like, I can wait. But if it was like someone who wasn't re- didn't have plans to release, and maybe a song got leaked, I might be tempted. I'd be like, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's a good point. Like if it was a week off, I don't know. Like if it was Travis Scott, I'd probably wait. Like if a song leaked off of Astro World. I would probably wait so I could hear the whole album. But I mean, that's just like my favorite artist. So I guess that's kind of a bad example to give. Mm-hmm. If it was just an everyday rapper that I like, but I mean, I'm not a huge, huge fan of, I mean, I'd probably listen to it, honestly. Yeah, it's very circumstantial. Man, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. So, uh, you know, because you didn't. Sorry, bro. I <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know how to turn off I miss notifications on the computer. But anyway, uh, crap, what's talking about? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, cause Adam. So you didn't hear. Uh, you didn't hear this since you didn't listen to last week's episode. Basically, 
if you're an artist and your album leaks, don't go on a tangent about it leaking. Just take it down because, you know, with G Herbo, one of his the lead single for his new album coming up got leaked and he was going off on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, dang, I didn't even know. And then I went and found it. <laughs> <laughs> so if it leaked, don't say something. Hey, take the YFN Lucci route, bro. When Street Kings leaked, you know what he did? Said nothing. No, he said nothing. And then after like, Two or three days. He uh, after like two or three days, he just went on Instagram. He was like, "All right, so Street Kings been out for a couple of days now. What y'all think?" <laughs> <laughs> See, and like he just played it off, and then they rushed it up to iTunes, Spotify, and all that. I'm like, uh, that's a good attitude to go. I mean, mm-hmm. what can you do at that it point? Is. I mean, when you even if you upload the album to the internet and the label comes through, copyright strikes you, whatever they do, and takes people then already downloaded it already. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people are quick to hop on that. That was still, but you know, there's got that crowd that don't know about it. Yeah, because yeah, because he was like, "Street King's been out for a couple of days now. What y'all think?" <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and then so yeah, because I'm gonna go through. Okay, I'm low key snitching on myself, but oh no, ask me after the show. Uh, what's cause of? Uh, and then I'll tell you how many I got. Uh, let's see. Oh no, I'll count it after. Um, so yeah, so leaked music. All right. And then, let's see. And before we move on, uh, just so I can go ahead and put it out there, the last two albums that I bought, like bought, paid money for, Meek Mill Championships, of course. Uh, Adam, <laughs> you don't know the story. Um, I'm going to have to talk to Meek next time I see him because uh, I streamed it the first week. Second week when he did the Ask Meek, uh, somebody said where the physical copies at. He said there are no CDs. The closest thing you can find is the collector's item that you can get at Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. I went ahead and I just went on iTunes, bought it. And then the week after that, oh, physical CDs and championships available at Amazon. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> played. But all right. So, and another funny Meek story. So, you know how he's been doing like the QA asks Meek on Twitter? Yeah, I love those. Somebody, uh, somebody <laughs> tweeted him a video of them rapping and said, can you listen to my mixtape? Did you say it was trash? No, he said, no, uh, no, he said, no. keep grinding, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, for no, for, hey, can you listen to my mixtape? No. <laughs> yeah. I understand that, though, man. When you listen to one, you got to listen to them all. Yeah, you don't want to be too I mean, dude, if he, if he was like, oh, yeah, man, this is fire. You know how many people would be like, man, I sent you him, his management, people he knew? Like, it would just be a constant inbox flood. And I, uh, it was because of, yeah. And plus, I don't know. No, I'm not finna dive into this conversation on my theory on why he won't listen to mixtapes anymore. <laughs> but uh, that's that's a theory for another day. All right, uh, let's see. It's twelve fifty-five. So, all right, <clears throat> album projects. So, do uh, do y'all really think it matters if something is a mixtape versus an album? Uh, I I've uh, you can go yeah, first. You go. Uh, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't. Matter. I just I just listen to it for the music for. Real. It doesn't really matter to me, but I mean, I think there's a difference. When I hear album versus mixtape, I mean, there's certain yeah. characteristics that the album has that the mixtape doesn't and the mixtape has that the album doesn't. When I think of an album, I think of like a constant reoccurring theme throughout like a set of songs mm-hmm. compared to mixtapes where it's just like showcasing your talent. Kind of, I don't know, when I think of mixtapes, I think more of like demo tapes, it's just a compilation of songs just like different vibes, different kinds of lyrics. They don't really link to each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know there are mixtapes that do have that 
reoccurring theme throughout them. I feel like the definition of both is just kind of blurred. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, I mean, a mixtape can be an album, and an album can be a mixtape. I mean, I feel like there's no set definition anymore. I feel yeah, for real. I can agree with that. All right, Adam, got anything you want to add? To yeah, that? there's no um, distinction on streaming services, at least not on Spotify. Especially now, since you can just upload whatever. Yeah. They just they put them together. Like all the mixtapes I know about, they're under the albums portion on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, but I like the point you made, like an album having a reoccurring theme, a mixtape kind of showcasing your talent. I think that's a very good distinction. But when you, at the end of the day, if you put the projects next to each other, they're still kind of going to be the same. I don't know. I feel like to me, a mixtape shouldn't sound as, not shouldn't, but typically they don't sound as polished. You know, maybe they kind of flow together. There's not like, I, I don't know. It's like something you first put out when you're a new artist, for real. Yeah. Like, I know, like, Russ's mixtapes. Like, when Russ was, like, cause, like, one, he's one of my, like, favorite rappers, cause I like rappers who tell a story, for real. So, wait, 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 wait. Huh? <laughs> anyway. Russ? Yeah, wait a minute. Russ is one of my favorite rappers. Tiger? <laughs> nah, because, like, I like, I like, uh, people who rap that can, t- like, articulate a story and put me in that place. You know what I'm talking about? So, like, J. Cole. Kendrick, Alec Benjamin, Alec, Joyner Lucas, Joyner Lucas, yeah, uh, dude, Joyner Lucas you is hear fire. That Ross, uh, shit, I don't know. How R- oh, Ross Cap, oh uh, yeah, Capicelloni or whatever. Yeah, 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 dude, that that put me in that place. Like, I don't know if you guys heard of Nas's, uh, uh, it was like he he was the gun. Yeah, he personified. Yeah, he personified. I like I like personification in in albums, bro. Like, if you can put me in that spot and I can imagine it, that's where like that rapper like has got me struck there's a new song you know who take is right i know take it so the dude in in prison right yeah free yeah. uh free take man uh yeah. uh what's because oh wait no my I'll, I'll bring him up <laughs> later i'll bring him up later because i don't know if y'all saw on uh social media his manager had to like address it because he was wearing like a suicide prevention suit oh yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. i didn't see that like a vest on and everything yeah and then uh well basically long, i'll just uh yeah, bring I, it up now yeah long story short his manager was like take is not suicide who just did that to get out of 23 hour lockdown yeah 23 lo- Man, like, if you ever know anybody that's been to prison, dude, that's the worst. Because my dad's on 23-7-2, and, bro, it is, it will, prison, dude, it makes you, it makes you crazy, dog. It really does. Like, yeah, bro, it's so, up. it's like, imagine, Dylan, imagine being in, in our bathroom for 23 hours. Could, could you imagine that? Sleeping on, like, basically the floor with, like, one sheet. Yeah, no, I cannot. But anyways, as we were t- saying... Oh yeah, so Tay-K has this song, uh, I Love My Chopper or something. Uh, I think I heard and that, that. And yeah. Maxo Cream did a remix of it, and he like personifies uh, an AK like, as a I'll girl. Listen to it. As a girl. Yeah, wow. and it's really interesting. I'll show it to you after Yeah, bro, show me that. Yeah, dude, I, I love that type of music. But anyways, as you were saying, Dylan. All right, no, sorry. no I, I was letting y'all talk. Uh, Are y'all done? Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, just, yeah. I just no. need to bro. Uh, okay, no, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, so, basically, uh, it was because of yeah. So, I honestly cannot remember what we was talking about. I zoned out for a second, but uh, it was because I don't know. Um, but yeah, I never, I never, never did say the second album that I bought. Yeah, the other. Oh yeah, we were talking about mixtapes and albums. Yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. definition of both and yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, basically. Funny story. So, well, it's not a funny story. So, you know, I'm subscribed to the Atlantic Records newsletter because, you know, Meek is on Atlantic. Alec Benjamin is on Atlantic, but for some reason, Atlantic don't want you to know he's on Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, so, but, you know, I'm like, yeah, on, Atlantic's a whole a whole different story because, you know, Lil Sky's new album, there's no label under under the thing. It doesn't say Atlantic. It's just blank. 
But uh, anyway, so uh, let's go. Yeah, so I bought the Alec Benjamin, I thought, was album. And then Atlantic Records was like, well, what, what are you talking about? Album? Like that Alec Benjamin project, that's a mixtape. I'm like, man, what's that? And then I started thinking. I was like, yo, I'm like, because, like, labels started promoting mixtapes out of nowhere. Yeah. So I got a conspiracy theory on why these labels are so quick to call things mixtapes and not albums. What? What? Oh, okay, nobody's going <laughs> to guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you want us to guess. to keep people in the contract. Yes, yes. Okay, so. Because you're either signed, so you, when you sign a contract, it's either a time, like a time-based contract, like you're under contract for ten years, or you're under contract for this many projects. Yeah. Well, on the contract, it says albums. Well, on well, it depends on the deal, but albums. Yeah. Now, we all know that Frank Ocean situation, where he gave him a a visual album. And finessed all of them. Yep, finessed all of them because that was an album. He gave them an album. And then so they released these. So now I think these labels are like, hold on, let's release these mixtapes so that way when they come and be like, I want out of my deal, be like, oh, hold on, wait. It was like, but I gave you, and then you can go. Uh, I gave you like seven albums, and they can be like, oh, no, you gave us you gave us four albums and three mixtapes. You owe us <laughs> one or two more albums. Yeah, I can see that. Man, read your contracts before you sign. For people real. don't. I know people don't. People, like especially like when you agree to the terms and conditions on every app that you download, like you could be selling your soul. You don't even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen that video of Black Youngsta signing someone for like he went uh, back yeah. to where he was from? He just signed a random sl- person. Well, I can't remember how much cash he had out on this card, but he, he gave him billions. like his signing bonus Bruh. and like his advance apparently like or I don't know if it was a signing bonus. Oh my bad, I keep moving uh i want to say it was like his signing bonus in cash and he slapped the contract in front of him dude just signs it up i'm like dude you didn't even read it (laughs) like when you 16 17 18 and because oh you have that much money in front of you you're like yes and that's that's the problem not even fresh out of high school yeah okay uh i need to find out how to mute these i message notifications uh, that's the problem with like artists nowadays, especially like up and coming artists like from Atlanta or from uh, Florida. Like they're not really educated in that, and they just sign whatever because they only see the money. They don't, you know, they don't know what implications come with that. Like they might be on that contract for seven years. Well, that and, like oh sorry, oh, sorry. like like a hundred thousand dollars over that seven years really isn't nothing. You know what I'm talking about? If you get a hundred a hundred thousand dollar advance, you know, it's, it's nothing. So they just like screw themselves over, if I can say it. All right, and we gonna transition into. Talking about advances. Hey. So does the advance matter? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, in what sense? What do you mean? Like, of how much, like, you're an artist, and then you're grinding or whatever, and then all these labels are hitting you up, and then are you going to pick the, what's Because I feel like they take whoever offers the most money and not the best terms. They do, for sure. Because, hold on, let me pull it up. Let Let me pull up. No, keep talking. I'm gonna look yeah. up because uh, I think I think it was Kodak Black. He was talking about how Birdman and Lil Boosie was try- was both trying to sign him. Yeah, I keep think, keep talking. I think um, wait, was I lost my train of thought. Uh, so I think 
you need you need a plan on what to do with your advance money because you don't want to just blow it up. Like I know a lot of rappers who like get their cars repossessed because they blow they buy it and then they uh or like they lease it and then they don't have any money to continue the payments so they get it repossessed. Like that's what a lot of rappers do anyways with their advance. They just lease cars. They don't really buy them. They say they buy them, but they don't. Yeah, yeah. the advance is like technically supposed to go it's, towards the production. Yeah, the of production. Your next yeah. Album. And that's that's one of the problems too. Like they only they buy stuff for them like diamond chains, watches with all their advance money. And then but they, they write that off like as wardrobe expenses yeah. for their shows. Yeah, I think I don't know. I I see a problem with that because that that just impacts their music for real like i don't know you know you know what i'm saying like oh, it, it just it just doesn't it doesn't come off clean they don't put that much time or effort in it but people are still gonna buy it because you know they're buying it for the for the they're buying it for the person not for like the the substance in it i think that's what like a lot of i guess our not our generation but maybe the young kids like they just buy it because that's what the person is portraying to be so they just want to be a part of that that group you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it really makes you wonder because you have all these rappers that talk about riches and the cars and stuff. But I mean, how many of those rappers are actually talking about the advance that they're supposed to be putting towards their album compared to money that exactly. they actually have? And then they're supposed to pay that uh, that advance That's back. back. Dude, I want to see more rappers go to jail for stealing that money because they le- they legit steal that money and they don't. It's pay not it back. stealing; it's a loan. Yeah, but if you don't pay it back, then you then you you stole it. Then you just won't get no money until you pay, until you pay it back through the record sales. Well, depending on the, if you get record sales, if yeah. you, if your production's good enough. <laughs> All right, so Adam, thoughts on the advance? I think it's not as much of a problem anymore. I think it definitely was a problem in the early two thousands. Back, well, you know, it not even then, just in the past in yeah, general. Yeah, a lot more at your disposal now. Exactly. Yeah. People can actually go out and buy like equipment to record and it's a lot ch- it's cheaper now than probably mm-hmm. it th- oh, cheaper sure. now than it ever has been. Exactly. People are more I think this is just like my opinion nowadays people are more aware of the tricks and shadiness that comes behind a record company or a yeah. record deal and the fact that so many people have been successful independently I think that's um that's setting an example for other people, and they're 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 conscious of that. They're like, okay, look, we can, we don't have to sign a record deal. Like maybe the end goal is to get a deal, but people are going to be more conscious about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I see no, that. my bad. That I, forget is, to, I forgot to set up the backup audio, so we are at the mercy of the streaming. Damn. But it sounded good so far. But I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, this audio does not get corrupted. But Knocking on all wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, need uh, a new server, dog. <laughs> right. uh, nah, I agree with that too. I think I think it's really the person that is getting getting that that advance money and what they do with it. Because some people just do so much stupid stuff with their advance money. Now, are there are there terms in some advances that are like uh, very specific about how they should spend their money? Do we know anything? Ab- you know, from anything all about the. That? Uh, what's co- oh yeah, Andrew was in my class. Like fifty thousand should go towards this. Fifty thousand should go uh, towards no. this. Out of all the record deals that I have looked at, uh, and f- before people hop up on me because I know people love attacking me on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like yes, I've read contracts, and Andrew is my co-defendant. Because remember, I was it showing you those contracts yeah, with absolutely. all the highlighted highlighters yeah, and You're stuff. You're doing like your that. research. You're showing yeah, me some so crazy respect. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, so no. It's just that, and then it's just that. Okay, whatever, whatever money that the label spends on you, well, it's basically like, well, basically, it's kind of like the way in the contract is set up is like so. 
It's like, okay, if we spend X amount on recording time, X amount of this, X amount on that, that money that we're spending is going to be added to the advance that you have to pay back. Okay. Now, do you think that labels are putting their artists at a disadvantage because they're not telling them how to manage that money? Yeah. Yes. Labels or banks. Labels or ban- are banks. Well, uh, what's called, yeah, now, Lee R. Cohen, uh, what's called it? Because he... Because in the interviews that he did not too long ago, he was talking about how, uh, crap, what's the name of the department? He was like, the, that department is like completely gone in most labels. Uh, artist development. Oh. Like the artist oh. development uh, office and like the buildings are basically like all gone. He was like, they're not developing these artists to learn how to manage their money or to do interviews and stuff like that. That department is gone. Which I think is crucial. Yeah, it's crucial because uh, what's because like Leroy Cohen. Answer everything, man. Like at the end of the day, you gotta push that envelope. You gotta make your money's worth. Yeah, no, because Leroy Cohen, he was like, without artist development, he said, all these artists are doing a walkthrough at a club to get that quick bag." And then Leroy Cohen was like, "And then when I go and try to book you for a show or something, and they be like, all right, well, what? Like, what has he done?'" He was like, "I can't say. Oh, he's uh, he showed up to he showed up to King of Diamonds and for half an hour." And did this. It was like no, like artist development, so that way they can develop yeah, you, you me that. and you know actually like sell and like sell you as an artist. I like artists who tour. I respect that. that. Speaking of touring and advances, let's hop into <laughs> these three sixty <laughs> deals. Okay. <laughs> so three sixty deals. We on. Okay. So basically, for those of y'all that don't know out there, so you got the standard record deal where the label can only. <laughs> So where the label can only touch the money that comes in from record sales, and then depending on if you sign your merchandise and rights away to them, merchandise, uh, et cetera. But the 360 deal came in where the label can take a cut of everything you do. Because back in the day, if your records wasn't selling, you can go on tour and pocket all that money. But now it's a 360 deal. You go on tour, label getting a piece of that. You getting paid to be in a movie, label getting a piece of that. Basically, everything that you do, regardless if the label is involved or not, as long as you're under contract, they are allowed to take a percentage of that. But you'll know that percentage. No, that that varies from person to person. Yeah, that's a that's a huge problem. See, because like they sell, but they're, selling, they're, se- they're, they're selling their uh, intellectual property to themselves to to the label, and like it's just terrible. But that's but that's why the label wants to keep wants to keep them in that's why they the label offers them so much money because if that artist is going to pop then they're and like people who the uh, artists who don't know about contracts they know that they're going to make so much money because of who they are as a person they're buying their person they're not really buying their music all right oh uh, what's because it because you know um 300 entertainment everybody uh well back when they first started everybody there was on a 360 um but they're, they're an independent studio and there was like first that's when they first saw it okay uh, but you know that's they were independent. This was before they were distributed through Atlantic and stuff, and then so and that's how it got the lights on. And then you know when there's only two, three, four acts, they got a hand in actually doing everything. Cause you know who else are they gonna focus on at the label if there's only two of you? <laughs> who else like besides you two? Who else are you gonna focus on? And then uh, what's called? But yeah, bigger, bigger, bigger. But I'm gonna put y'all on the spot because I know the cop out is. I'm gonna stay. In, I'm gonna stay independent. Yes. <laughs> you can't stay independent. Okay. I'm gonna put you on this situation. All right. A label calls you up. They give you a deal. 
boom, it's a standard traditional record deal. And then another label comes through and says, you know what, we're going to match that offer. We're going to match the advance and everything except it's a 360 deal, but you keep your masters and your publishing. Which one are you taking? No, I'm not the 360. Not the 360 still. Because like you're still like they're getting like maybe even a, a bigger percentage than you on stuff that you create. So like whatever like intellectual property that you own, right? So, but why would you do that? <laughs> but when you're out of that, but when you're out of that contract, you take your music and your publishing wherever you go. So I think. That but makes is it worth it anymore? To the deal. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's say, let's say five years. Let's say five years. But is that music still making me money though? Five years from now, it's gonna be stale. Bro, yeah. If you, bro, if you got, unless you're like, you know, super popular now, like Drake, maybe. But let's say for the sake of argument, you drop a classic that is that uh, is still putting up numbers five years. Uh, bro, Sir Mix a Lot is still making money off of uh, off of Baby Got Back. <laughs> but, but that that's he making a lot of movies. Yeah, he owns his publishing. There you go. See, then I think that then personally I would take the 360 deal Com- as long as I knew the percentage yeah. that was being taken out. It, it was really in the contract. If it, it, if it's too general, then you really can't make a decision. You need you need to know like numbers, percentages, like in the, your future, like expenses or costs that you're gonna that you're gonna take on. So I'd I'd want to know that. But like after saying that, then probably yeah, I would want to want to do that deal too. If I knew I made a class. Like a classic, classic song, like something like "Baby Got Back" or "God's Plan" or something crazy, and I knew it was something like that. I'd probably take the three sixty. Yeah, but I mean, you make so much more money after the because once you're out of that, because once you're out of that contract, then they uh, was because because once you're out of that contract, you can be totally through with them because that three sixty deal is gonna be over. Yeah, but then if but, but most artists don't make that, like they don't make that hit, you know. So I mean, it it depends on you as an artist, really. Yeah. Shout out to Jermaine Cole. I don't know uh, what's coming. Hey. That 360 deal with Rock Nation. <laughs> you know, J. Is he Cole. On 360? Yeah. What? Hey, I didn't know that. You know, uh, what's called? Dylan, you do your research, dog, bro. Yes, I, I do. I appreciate that. I do. <laughs> but people, but, you know, people sliding up in my DMs talking about I don't know nothing about music, though. Uh, but anyway. But, uh, but yeah, now, J. Cole, his mind could, ha- could be changed now. But back when he did this interview, he said he uh, he said he thought it was a good thing, so that way if so that way if your album doesn't doesn't sell, the label can send you on tour and just not completely shelf you. Man, see, I I respect Dreamville and their artists so much, dude. For real, I like all those artists on Dreamville. I like what J Cole's doing with his artists because he's not blowing up their heads like he's making them get it on their own, which is like you know, which is I respect because I was taught that growing up with my grandparents like get it on your own. And I know J. Cole, he doesn't really, like, push out his artists like that, but his artists are going to be big for, like, uh, J.I.D., dude, he's going to be one of the next, he's going to be one of the next great biggest artists, and he, and he, I mean, J. Cole helped him, but he, like, the credit doesn't go to J. Cole, but J. Cole, like, allowed him to build himself, like, on Dreamville, that's why I respect that. It's not like he's riding J. Cole's wave, either, he has his own style. Exactly. It's awesome. Shout out to Off D's. Yeah, 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 and I like uh, one of the lesser known artists on Dreamville is Omen. Omen is such a wordsmith, man. I don't know if you guys have listened to him before, but he's he's great. I heard a feature from him not too long ago, but I actually haven't heard any Dude. of his music. Yeah, I mean his music doesn't get that many plays, but his words are powerful. For oh, I bet they are. Yeah, he was crazy. All right, and then so because it's one fifteen right now, Grammys. Okay, just general wow. thoughts about the Grammys. 
Uh, whack. man. Yeah, whack, dude, for real. Whack. 100% whack. What, that a country album won an album of the year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, what? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm biased in the first place, so I can't really speak too much on it because like we all love hip hop. Astro World yeah. didn't win. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. It, and man, we all love hip hop. I'm here. mad that we Johnny all know the Grammys win. sleep on hip hop. For real. In the '90s, like what art? What great hip hop artist got a Grammy? Old uh, ODB. <laughs> Jay Z. No, he did. He, he didn't get. Grammys. I thought he got no, a Grammy. No. Oh yeah, he just. He, he just. Re- yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I no, didn't know that. Yeah, he, he ran up on stage. stage. Yeah, ODB did the Kanye like, before. We do what? this for the children. That's what he said. That's, right? when, that's where Wu Tang is for the children. Came yeah, Wu Tang is, is for the ODB running up oh, when they dang. lost. Wu Tang forever lost yeah, hip hop album to. Do you remember what year it was? Should have been ninety eight. I think. Album came out ninety seven, so the Grammys were ninety eight. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that. It's hilarious. Erica Badu was. Was the MC for that? It was oh really funny. Oh my god! I'm glad you remember that, dude. Yeah, no, I, I've yeah, seen yeah, that video yeah. so many yeah. times. Funny. Okay, um, okay, so I'm just gonna go through real quick. <clears throat> I hate the Oscars too. Just hey man, they they should they should. the Oscars. I think we can. All well, agree, I'm a film like, and media major, so I watch the Oscars. Yeah, I think we can all agree. Like you know, they're they're big. People watch them. Shout out to Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. of course. But like for the true, I don't want to say that. But like for big music fans. I think we, you know, we all know that, like, ah, yeah, this is not for us. Yeah, this they is cut off Drake. Absolutely. They cut off, they uh, cut off Drake, yeah. right. Drake's mic. Drake, Drake was talking, man. He was Laying talking his stuff. He really, I liked what he had to say. Me too. Like, I loved it. Real, real like, uh, there's too much politics, dude. For real, there's too much politics. That's what. I, that's what everyone those, says. People in, that in those, in win those Grammys things. are like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done it because of all the politics and all the stuff. I have to do. I'm sorry, I had to cut your mic real quick. You speaking too much politics. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the Grammys cut me off. <laughs> but I mean, it's not just hip-hop, too. There are other genres that are slept yeah, dude, on. You like got R&B, mm-hmm. alternative. They don't like even really music. like air All music. Slept is so on. slept on. Bro, jazz hop. I don't know if you guys know what jazz hop is. That is what? so slept on. Okay, that sounds nuts. Well, I think jazz they probably just combine nuts. that into it's like, the hip-hop yeah, genre. Yeah. Well, probably, but there's no like no no big artists that, that are known for that type of well, if they did, if they took every little sub genre of yeah. every genre, the Grammys, the would Mumble take Rap Awards, let's get it. Hey, 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 let's let's all find a way to hustle some money. Be gonna start the Mumble Rap Awards. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. No. Designer all the designer all the way. No, dog. but <laughs> there needs to be an award show where artists can actually perform their songs however they want to yeah. and uncensored. Yeah, I completely believe in that. Well, wait, hold on. There's there's a country music award thing right yeah. isn't there a yeah. music award for just country uncensored? music i think so yeah yeah well, i don't know if it's uncensored but like maybe we should start doing that for for more genres if there were like a hip-hop awards more people isn't would be there recognized BET hip-hop awards is yeah, there the, yeah there's yeah. the bt hip-hop awards. yeah but yeah, then that's so that. political because if like a, a a person who's not black gets nominated like it, it becomes a problem in the hip-hop community so you think so? Yeah, no, it does because I know. I think I ain't gonna hold on. You, you know uh, what I'm talking about, right, Dylan? Bro, no, uh, you talking about that one dude that uh, you talking about the one Caucasian yeah. male that won Best New Artist? Yeah. at the BT Hip Hop yeah. Awards and yeah, like Fetty Wap and like some other people's not. What yeah. year was that? Hold was on. that? Uh, I can't remember who that was, but see, you know what I'm talking about. But there was like so much backlash because that artist won mm-hmm. at BT, and it's like you know BT's for Black Entertainment, and you know like the culture really doesn't that? like that. For I think trap. Yeah, because uh. I think Trap Queen came out 2015. Man, hip hop is so political, bro. Just as political as real politics, for real. All genre. I mean, music's I mean, political genres, in the first yeah, place, bro. Music, it's yeah, all genres. Yeah. It's the music industry. It's a business. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, man. That's like, 
Okay, okay, never mind. I found, okay, yeah, I found it. Yeah, the 2015 BT Awards. Yeah, Sam Smith won yeah. Best New Artist over Dej Loaf, Bobby Shmurda, Fetty Wap, Ray Shremmer, and Tanache. Oh, Sam Smith in the same one, category geez. as Bobby Shmurda? That's wild. What? That's wild. <laughs> Wait Bobby a minute. Bobby Shmurda's a trap rapper. <laughs> hey, little do y'all know, Bobby Shmurda actually wrote a beautifully elegant composed song in 2015. <laughs> All right, let me, so we uh, got we have like BET Hip Hop Awards, but I'm thinking like wait, but why was Sam Smith in that category? It was best new artist. Yeah, best new artist. But that's just it's not hip hop, is it? What year was it again? 2015. 2015. There have to be other rappers that I can't think of any of right I now. I thought Mac Lamar spot, got, got nominated or something, and like there was like a big backlash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with the Mac Lamar situation. Yeah. Oh, wait, Sam Smith is British. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he not. That. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah, bro. I don't listen to Sam Smith, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> dude, Sam Smith has the voice of an angel. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, what, wait, let me look. All right, hold on, let me look. What? Uh, let me see. What's some songs on here? I might, I may have heard. I'm just song. saying, like, there should be, there should be. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm biased towards hip hop because I grew up, like, you know, my dad played hip hop when I was in my mom's stomach, dog, like, head headphones right up to her stomach. So I think I'm a little biased to where hip hop should be listened to, like. Me personally, like I've always been biased. Like, oh, hip hop should only be listened to by people in the inner city because since that's where it was created and that's where people kind of resonate with more. But I know like hip hop is all encompassing for everybody, but there's so much politics to it. Cause like if 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 you know me, then you know why I listen to hip hop. But if you don't, and like you know, if I was like you know, uh, from the suburbs, and it'd be way different if I was talking about hip hop. You know what I'm talking about, right? But Anthony, bro, don't make me mute your mic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you spend too don't many facts, man. <laughs> I'm in the Academy's back pocket. <laughs> Grammys are cutting in that check. You cut the mic right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, do like gets a page on his pager. No, for a do do Like cut Anthony's mic. We're listening in. We're those three viewers, us and two other executives. <laughs> but then, kind of to go off of that a little bit, Kobe. It, no, it, you make I it? can't yeah. believe I made that. Oh, Kobe. For people who who are in the Hello. for people who are in the uh, suburbs I'll mute your that. Mic, bro. that uh, Hip hop's kind of like, because hip hop usually tells a story of what's going on. People who who lived their own lives, and people in the suburbs may not, you know, be exposed to that, may not hear about those stories unless it's through that medium. And if it resonates with them, you know, I think that's okay. And also, you uh, talked about okay, no, sorry, no, you said suburbs. The first person that popped into my mind was NBA White Boy. Uh, what NHL White Boy? NHL White Boy. Bro, he oh, hasn't been popping. Year old. <laughs> bro, you, he hasn't been popping up on y'all timelines. No, bro, I Dude, got y'all. I got y'all. Oh, dude. Oh, did you see that he still the, for like the, I can't remember how many weeks in a row, but he's like the most listened to artist on, uh, male artist on YouTube, male hip hop artist. NBA Youngboy? NBA Youngboy make, Anthony take over, NBA Youngboy make music for. (laughs) Dudes with dirty white shirts, dirty Cortezes, and (laughs) cargo shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Like a yellow stained white wife beaters, dog. Bro, no, so, no, cause Meek Mill, he had. I gotta uh, get going, guys. I gotta, right, I, I have to go pick someone up. All right, no, cause uh, what's called? No, cause Meek Mill had like, I came across the video, and then he was like, and, like, what's his rap name? NHL White Boy, or NBA White Boy, and then after that, it just went crazy. Oh NBA Young Boy is his favorite rapper, man. <laughs> that is funny. Alright, fam. Alright, right. anything you want to plug before you before you hop uh, up on out of here? Plug YBC, bro. Local Kansas City, Kansas rap group. YBC, shout out to, wait, get, uh, hop, hop yeah, on somebody's mic real quick. Yo, shout out to YBC and my brother Delano out here doing things. Get, they got 20,000 plays on uh, Spotify, I think. I don't really follow them, but <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? So, yeah, yeah shout out to them. 
I bet. So, all right, let's go name so the winners real quick. So, Pharrell, producer. Not okay, I got you. So, Pharrell. But it, it should be like Kansas City in their bio. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. All right, well, I will see y'all later. All right, thank y'all for having me, though. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. All right, broski. All right, I'll catch you at the crib. It's a walkout. Just saying too much. Take it easy. All right, bro. Catch you later, fam. All right, so for Pharrell won non-classical producer. Cool. I like that Kanye West was categ- Kanye West was nominating that category. Cool. Y'all cool with Pharrell winning over Kanye? Uh, yeah. It makes sense. All right. It makes sense to me. Not that, well, I mean, like if either one have would have won, it would have been like, yeah. Yeah, I love them both. So. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. I don't know what's, what else was nominated under Urban Contemporary Album, but... Uh, the Carter's one for Everything is Love, that Jay-Z and Beyonce collab album. Urban Contemporary album? Yeah. That's a weird... Like, what does that mean? Hold on. Let me, let me see real quick what pops up. And, like, what's the difference between Song of the Year and Record of the Year? Uh, I had looked that up. I think... Uh, what's it called? I had looked it... I had looked it up. I think, basically, like, one is for... No, I'm not. I, no, I can't even remember. Off the, I know what I want to say, but at the same time, it's not gonna sound right. So I'm just not gonna say it. That's fine. Uh, her one for best R&B album for her. Uh, let's see. And didn't that was something I was happy about? Didn't her song "Best Part" win? Um, something best R&B performance, best R&B song, something like that. It had Daniel Caesar on it, and that's um. I gotta go more. In, that's what I'm happy about. I gotta go more in depth for. Gotta go more in depth uh, for that because right now there's just the the list I got just the big the, like the main ones in each category. Oh, shout out to Jalil Beats, man! The uh, Jalil Beats or people still think he's Jungle Beats. Yeah, some people still think it's Jungle, but shout out to Jalil Beats. He won the Grammy uh, with Anderson Pack for Bubbling. Yeah, best that's rap good. performance, man. Shout out to Jalil Beats, man. I remember. Oh, hold on, I gotta hold. On, I gotta play it real quick. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, I gotta play that mug real quick. Hold up. Ah. Yeah, they came up together, man. Hottest in the city off of the Flamers mixtapes with mixed mm. up the cornrows, man. Shout out to Jalil, man. I'm proud of him. I was happy when he won. That's uh, awesome. Okay. Uh, then the most controversy Best Rap Album, Invasion of Privacy. No. Cardi B. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised, but I mean, I don't agree with it. No. I wasn't surprised, but I don't really agree with it. I'm not a big Cardi B fan, though. Because, uh, you know, Cardi, she was on Instagram like, oh, last year when I didn't win for best song with Bodak Yellow, it was, oh, Cardi got snubbed, but then when I win this year, it's a problem. Yeah, but that should have been expected. Like, that just that's just, you're in the spotlight, you're in the popular music. I mean, that makes sense. She should have seen that coming, you know. Yeah, no, but then again, we, but Bodak Yellow was a, the song, but you know the song people was rooting for the song versus the whole album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've got a, I have more of a problem with it because do you name me five songs off that album? Get up ten. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> okay, off the top of my head, get up ten. I like it like that. Drip, um, drip. What's that one song with Bartier Cardi? And ooh, another song. Trying to think, I said drip already, right? Yeah. Can't think of drip. Uh, 
Damn, I, I can only name four. See, I, I just can't consider something album of the year if you can't name like half the songs on the album. Let me look. Let me look at the track list real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come at you. No, like no, that no, either. no, no. I'm, I'm not. Saying, I'm like, saying no because I'm like I'm pretty sure like there's more songs we don't on know there. The songs like on the album. Like off the top of my head, get up ten. Uh, let's see. How many tracks is it in the first place? Actually, thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, I forgot she bad was on there. Yeah, she bad. And then that other the other single, be careful. But, but that's like what like the songs I listen to off the album. That's like what. Six or seven out mm. of thirteen. No, but my point is that I feel like only a couple few songs on that album popped off. And how can you call something album of the year when only if people only know a few of the songs? Atlantic <laughs> Records. <laughs> well, just the, the people voting probably just like that too. They and just, of course, there's they a lot recognize of hype that name. Cardi B too. Yeah. I mean, she's she's around all of the A-list celebrities. Like she's hanging out with the people she needs to be around. She's, she's on the radio music, all the time. The, on the radio all the time. People are still listening to Bodak Yellow. Yeah, and then and I feel like that you, definitely plays a factor. And then when she's not in the news, Migos is in the news. Absolutely. And she's affiliated with Migos. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, but the other albums nominated. Dang, these burps creeping up. Okay. Uh, let's see. It was Pusha T for Daytona. Mm. Travis Scott for Astro World. Uh, was it a Nipsey Hustle? Oh yeah, Nipsey Hustle for Victory yeah, Lab. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. And was it Mac Miller the last? One? Oh yeah, and Mac Miller. I I wanted, but this is just personal. All of them great artists. Yeah, yeah, no, that's just personal preference. I wanted Pusha T to win just because, like, oh yeah, that would have been awesome. You know, because that get that recognition, especially like for some of that traditional hip hop, kind of put that album and that artist on. It would expose him to maybe some people who hadn't heard him before, which is kind of ridiculous to say. Because oh, yeah, yeah, definitely the albums that win, the streams go up by a right. ton, like triple digit percents. Yeah, and like people know who Pusha T is, but that, I think that would have given him, given him, you know, a different audience, even more of an audience than he already has. And honestly, like out of all those projects, I didn't listen to all of them extensively, but Pusha T's was still my favorite. But that's my personal, yeah. personal preference. Plus, Pusha T's, I feel like in the past years so he's been moving around he's been making some good moves he had that beef with drake which i loved Ooh, ooh, crazy Drake, the man who wasn't hiding his kid from the world but the world want to hide from, from his, his kid, kid? yeah <laughs> <laughs> drake but uh it's gonna be it uh but you know as far as grammy goes meek said it best let them have the grammys we got the streets Mm. True. This Roly is my trophy. Tell him. We rich already. And to quote Five Dog. Who would you have given it to out of all those people? Oh, me personally? Mm. I would have to say... uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I will... No, I would not have given it to Travis Scott. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) No, people would be like... See, I knew you hate Travis Scott. You didn't even give him the grain. But uh, let's see. I would, I would have to either say between, like, as an overall album, I would have to say either Nipsey Hussle or Pusha T. I'd say, I'm going to throw Travis Scott out the window because obviously you guys know I would give it to him. Mm-hmm. At Nipsey Hussle or Pusha T. But I actually haven't listened to that Nipsey Hussle album all the way through. Same. And I have listened to Daytona all the way through. So I mean, I'm yeah. leaning towards Pusha T, obviously. See, I would, yeah, the Pusha T for you know his ability and stuff like that. But Nipsey Hussle on his album, he talks about 
Like he has those songs where he brags, but he brags a a different way. He yeah, he talks about like financial literacy. The, yeah, financial though. literacy. I own all the rights to all my raps. Yeah, you know, like I got million dollar level. life insurance. Dude is a businessman. Yeah, uh, that's probably that why. Hit. That's probably why Nipsey didn't win, bro. He's preaching that financial literacy. Dude, I love that video of uh, him when the dude came up to him. You showed me it. He's like. Man, you got Instagram or anything? He's like, nah, man, I want to make one, oh, but yeah. they keep hating on me. Yeah, he said, he was like, he was like what? yeah, he was like, you got, he was like, man, you got Instagram, he was like Twitter, he was like whatever, he was like, hey, he was like my cameraman right there, shout, shout yourself out. And then he was like, man, he was like such a thing. He was like, you ain't got no Instagram, no Twitter, no nothing. He said, nah, man. He was like, you know, I've been trying to make one, but they keep hating on me. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I keep trying to make one, but they hating. He's like, it's free. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like if you're. How long did that dude say? Did he say how long he was rapping? Uh, he probably did, but I can't remember the video though. Man, if you're rapping for, if you're taking if you're trying to make a brand seriously, how do you not have social media? For real. <laughs> how do you communicate with people? Like email. Oh, no. <laughs> email. Even then, how do you find their emails? <laughs> Are you going out on the streets, like meeting them in person and shaking hands? Like, gotta have social media. I think like I like going. a Meek Mill quote. Five dogs said, I'll never let a statue tell me how nice I am. Because remember, like, 2017, Tribe Called Quest didn't get nominated for, a, you know, a Grammy. They should have. When they should have for their last album. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter. The Grammys always snub somebody. Yeah. So it's I always think, been J. Cole. Well, I heard he doesn't submit his stuff. Well, uh, well probably now. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure back he doesn't the, support the Grammys. Yeah, well, Any, now. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anymore, but I'm like back. Back when uh, Yeah, no, but yeah. back in like. Uh, yeah, because he it? got nominated for uh, Cold World, I think. Yeah, he got nominated for or Cold World. Or maybe a single World. off got, of Cold World. He, well, I know he got nominated for some, at least something off of Cold World. He got nominated for 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Yeah. And then did he get nominated for uh, for For Your Eyes Only? I don't think so. I don't know, but I'll say For Your Eyes Only and before that. Mm-hmm. He uh, was because he was definitely nominated for at least something, whether it was the album or the single. And he got snubbed every time, but now he just makes music for his face. All right, uh, let's see. There's something I want to talk about before we try and I cannot remember. Cannot remember. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to bring this up during the advances. So, yeah, no, because, like, with the advances, because Kodak Black was talking about how Birdman and Boosie both was trying to sign him. And then it was like, no, nah, he said no because the money ain't right. Birdman wasn't offering him a lot of money. And then he said Boosie offered him a $10,000 advance. $10,000? Advance. I mean, that's nothing, though. Yeah, that seems really low compared to what we hear about sometimes. I ain't bring ten thousand. <clears throat> I'm like, no, because when I read this, I was like, man, Boosie out here giving ten thousand dollar advances. That just seems so small. I'm like, hey, man. I'm like, Lil Blurry probably saw that ten bands. Was like, hey, where that <laughs> yeah. contract that Boosie? Because Lil Blurry signed to uh, signed to uh, Boosie's label. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, he signed to he signed to Badass Music uh, Syndicate slash Get Dough, which are both under Boosie. Gotcha. But you know, a tw- a twelve year old, ten thousand dollars? Oh, dude, no one would be able to tell me anything. Mm-mm. At twelve years old, what are you gonna do with ten thousand dollars? 
you think you could buy anything with that. And then yeah. at our age, 10,000, we're like, ah, man, I ain't no yeah, I could, that much. I could blow through 10,000. I feel like I could do that pretty easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I I buy a car, it's going to go, go on the Balenciaga website and just add the cart, add <laughs> yeah, the cart, yeah. add, add the cart. After, after two or three items, <laughs> yeah. like it's all done, gone. Done. But, you know. But, you know, smaller advance means you can pay it back quicker. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, but, and there, that, but I mean, that seems low in the sense that if you're trying to make a high tier album, with some A-list producers on it, they charge thousands of. So he signed the Cash Money West. Oh God, Cash Money so, which West is under, which is under, which is under. Yeah, I got Cash it. Money West is a joint venture between Wack 100's label and Cash and Birdman Cash Money. Okay. And then Cash Money Records is under Republic, and Republic is under Universal. Dang man. Because you know, in that Breakfast Club interview, he was like, "I don't know, you gotta ask Wack." That's not good, man. You gotta gotta read what you sign. But you know, he signed to so there's four lab, so there's four labels touching that money before it gets to him. So is he making any money? Probably is because there's plenty of labels that's that's like like basically a legal pyramid scheme, bro. These labels are running legal pyramid schemes, bro. Right, right. Because let's see, because uh, because like if you're signed under Young Money, bro. Okay, Young Money. For example, Young Money is on the Cash Money. Cash Money is on the Republic. Republic is on the Universal. So, let's say okay, a dollar you buy a song for a dollar twenty nine. That dollar twenty nine, iTunes takes their thirty cents. Then they send, then they send the ninety nine cents over to, uh, to Universal. Universal gets their cut, and then boom, they send it down to Republic. Republic takes their cut. Boom, we gonna send it down to Birdman. Birdman gonna take his all cut. All of it. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 all of it. <laughs> Well, theoretically, on paper, this is how it should go. Yeah. The uh, Birdman, and then boom, Birdman sends it down to Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne gets his cut. Boom, sends it to whoever is on Young Money. It's a lot of people it has to go through. It's a lot of hands and a lot of room for error. Yep. And especially, uh, you know, when Birdman not paying nobody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay, let's see. Is just anything else that uh on here real quick? Uh uh. For the people that hit me up, the CBE in my name does not stand for Chris Brown Entertainment. I am not an A&R for that label. <laughs> Did someone actually DM you and ask that? Uh, what's cause it? Uh, yeah, because I, cause I put out a tweet and I was like, uh, what's cause I need new music to listen to. I'm like, hit me up. <laughs> and then I was like, CBE. I'm like, yo, I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I looked over, and then I after some research, I'm like, Chris Brown, uh, Chris Brown's label. That uh, cause Chris Brown now owns his masters. Yeah. So he started up his own label, and so see, and his is Chris Brown Entertainment. Gotcha. And I'm like, son, no. So you're signed to Chris Brown? Then? No. No. Are you sure? You're sure that our podcast is not being published? <laughs> Chris Brown. Chris Brown okay, be like, I'm t- fake <laughs> off the podcast. Be like, yo, be like, I'm telling everybody it's distributed through Anchor, but really it's distributed through Chris Brown Entertainment. But no, I see you weren't slick with the little CBE. We could, we, we, you've been exposed, man. I don't know. We can look at you <laughs> the same. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know if I trust you now. Like, see, <laughs> Chris Brown has a finder's fee on this podcast. How much he give you for the events? Like, man, I ain't gonna say. I ain't yeah. gonna say. Like, I ain't gonna say. Like, it's an, uh, it's cause not enough for me to drop out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair, fair. Well, uh, what's where's my cut of that bird, man? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, tr- no, trust me. No, trust the M's me. count different when baby divides the pie. Oh, that, oh, oh yeah, God, I love that. Yeah. No, but trust me, man, when I act the well, yeah, 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 well, I don't, 
Matter of fact, you know, I have it in the cut somewhere. It's not on the soundboard, but I do have that that uh, push your teeth. Yeah. Oh, dude, oh, you, you got to get it on, on the board. I got to put it on the board. <laughs> but uh, the closest thing I do got is uh, uh, oh, Chance the Rapper, <laughs> yeah. But I'm surprised nobody got the got the meek ad lib on there. You know, the ah. Not, it's not the ah, but it's like a ah. Yeah. It's good ad lib. What are some other good ad libs? could get some ski mask ad libs on there. Okay, well, let me, me some ski I need mask to make. Ad-libs. I'm going to have to snag one of those posters, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Find oh, it. I, already, I already picked up a couple for. Yeah, no, no, that's not even all of it, bro. Like we put half of it in the, uh, we put half of it in the locker, man. Uh, okay, so, all right, so I'm gonna put it at the top of the list so that way I don't forget. So we're gonna next time we're gonna talk about finders fees, Adam. Yeah, those three were my. Oh my. <laughs> oh, that's plenty right there. Right. Trust me, there's plenty of going around. Uh, let's see, Adam's topic. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, let's see. Finders fees, Adams. Topic. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh yeah, we gonna talk about jewelry next podcast. You know, did we ever talk about new projects coming out this year? Oh yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. So, uh, did you listen to that Gary? Cl- oh yeah, no mind. You said you bought it. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. But but yeah, I did buy it. Well, I bought it and it shipped to my home address. That's not in Kansas City, so I haven't listened to the CD yet. Okay, okay, uh, okay. So no releases. Today and then we're gonna hit these outros. It's Friday, March first. Okay, well but real quick, uh I didn't know Jonas Brothers still well uh, I didn't know Jonas Brothers still have clout like that. Yeah, I was really confused sorry. I was really confused when I saw everyone posting on their story about it. Like Twitter and everything was blowing up about it. Yeah, last no, cause night. the jo- cause the Jonas Brothers Twitter, their last tweet was two thousand thirteen. And then all of a sudden they put out a tweet. Also, uh, what's called? I thought it was gonna be a surprise album, but it's just a surprise single. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Because someone posted on their story and said, "Oh, a new Jonas Brothers album came out," and I was thinking they just dropped a whole album. Yeah, after it's a single, not an album. Gone. But yeah, yeah. Uh, still though. But yeah, no, I was cool like, hold on, no, I was like, man, I'm like, hold on, they got they got enough clout like that still. Yeah, but man, then, but then I forgot that like the uh, what's called. All three of them have that built up their own individual yeah. fan base with their own music. Yeah, and it's their not other like they've been ventures. gone, gone. Yeah. I think they all made Yeah, because Nick Jonas, he's been acting. So he's built up a, a whole new fan base acting. That's cool. So Shout out to Jumanji. Um, new 2 Chains album came out last yeah, night. New two I didn't Chains. know that was coming out, so oh. I checked my feed. LeBron James, the A&R. Solange. Yeah, Solange. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. All right, I'm going to go through. I'm just going to name some real quick. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> All right, new music. So Gigs dropped an album, Big Bad. Y'all gonna y'all gonna listen to that? It's just a yes or no. Y'all gonna listen? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Gigs, UK rapper. He was on uh he was on more more life. Okay uh okay uh let's see, T Pain. New album? Yeah. Surprise album. Yeah, let's go. I'll listen to that. Okay, yeah. Hey, he's uh what's called? He's with Cinematic Music Group now. So he is. Who was he signed to previously? Previously, uh, it's one of them like old. Well, let me look it up. It's one of them like old school labels. Not old, when I say old school, I mean yeah, like define old school. <laughs> okay, no, not old school like Motown in that sense. But I'm talking like one of them ones where it was like it was popping like in the early 2000s, and I then gotcha. and then it either merged with another company or they just shut that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he was with. Zomba Records. Yeah, so they, they had a lot of inland arts back in the day. All right, uh, so T-Pain, y'all giving that a listen? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. 
Two Chains, rapper, go to the lead. Y'all gonna get that listen. Already listened to it last night. Is it, is, how is it? Is it fire? It's, dude, it's kind of weird, but I like it. It sounds really different. There's a song called Mama, I Hit a Lick with Kendrick Lamar, and it's the weirdest flow ever, but I mean, it's good. And he's got a song with Chance the Rapper, I believe, featured on it. And someone else, I want to say Kodak Black. That one's pretty good. And I don't know. I was listening to it as I was falling asleep, and it sounded good. I didn't have, like, a conscious understanding of the song. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it, but it sounded really good. All right. All right, Lil Skies, new album, Chevy. Not Chevy, Shelby. Y'all going to listen to it? Oh, yeah. Probably after this. Another person signed to Atlantic that Atlantic don't want to know is signed to Atlantic. (laughs) Yeah, I I wonder why they do that. That's really confusing to me because they don't go out and say they're independent. So I don't understand why. Yeah, if you ask them, they be like, "Oh yeah, I'm signed to Atlantic." Yeah, but then for some reason, Atlantic. It. Yeah, but then when you ask Atlantic, you're like, "Who? Who's Lil Skies? Yeah, who's Lil Skies? Who's NBA YoungBoy? Who's Alec Mansfield?" Just okay, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what that deal is at Atlantic. And then the Solange album. Yeah, I listened to that. Yeah, no. Somebody on Twitter was like, "Solange finna make me have a baby" or something like that. Although I looked, it's <laughs> it's really short. It it's only like 38 minutes. How many tracks is it? A lot. Uh, it's yeah, it's 19 songs, but it's like 35 minutes. Dang. Right. So, so we'll see how that one goes. All right. <clears throat> so, we're gonna go ahead and hit these outros. So, Andrew, go ahead, plug anything you want to plug, or um, just shouting something out. Um, listen to Wavy Malik on SoundCloud. Dude just moved out to LA, uh, recording his album, all that fun stuff. So give him a listen on SoundCloud or Spotify. And he's on Apple Music, too. Wavy Malik, M-A-L-I-K, space in between Wavy and Malik. Uh, and follow me on Twitter, at TheRealAndrew98. All right, Adam. Cool, cool. Uh, anything I want to shout out? I guess Gary Clark Jr., last week released. He's a blues guitarist, released an album called This Land, which sounds very, very good. Lots of different styles, rhythms on that one. Um, be on the lookout for the new Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib album. They just released a single called Flat Tummy T. It's very, very good. And you can follow me on Twitter, Adam Cardenas Sisk, or the handle is Siskertini, S-I-S-K-E-R-T-I-N-I. All right, all that's going to be in the in the description of the episode. All right, y'all know me. I'm Dylan underscore C-B-E-D-Y-L-A-N, because a lot of people misspell Dylan underscore C-B-E. I am not affiliated with Chris Brown Entertainment. That's not what the C-B-E stands for. Uh, let's see. And as far as shout-outs go, of course, shout-out to Michael Venn and the D-Leaks family back in STL. Uh, I played Rain Showers earlier in the show. Uh, and as far as smaller artists, shout out to Sammy Two Times. That's Sammy Two X. Uh, so I know Andrew listened to. I showed you Roly, right? Yeah. I'm banging. Uh, shout out, shout out to uh, Pierre Anderson. He's a co-host on Through the Wire. He has a song called Goodfellas Flow under the name Pee Wee the Plug. Banger. Uh, and yeah, and then uh, keep a lookout on the EP I'm working on. Uh, it's coming out Neverary 32nd. So uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, real quick, cause uh, Adam had, cause Adam only heard the beat, but Andrew heard the beat and the lyrics. What with what? The intro what? to my EP. Oh yeah, 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 Man, that's fire. You need to show him after this. Yeah, I haven't heard the lyrics. Just, just the beat. Yeah, I told, see, I told you. I said, man, I will bet money if you put it up against Meek's intro. I'm betting the bank on mine. Okay. You say so. Bend the bank on mine. But anyway, so that's it. I'm going to go ahead and get out y'all here, man. Stay tuned because uh, the talk around campus with the president and station manager, Shay, is going to be on in about 10 minutes. 
So just stay tuned, man. Just listen to the archive for 10 minutes or go do whatever you got to do. But be back here in 10 minutes for Shay's show to talk around campus. We're going to catch y'all later. Peace.